0: welcome to getting made with stephanie j getting made with stephanie j is a podcast for women who are on the edge of change who just need a little motivation information and inspiration to push past what's getting that keeping them stuck any obstacles from their past and move them to the life they really want to present to the world. Getting made is getting your mind right, getting your attitude in check, getting a dream and a drive and getting your energy up through exercise and eating right. And that's what this podcast is for. This podcast is being presented to you to provide that inspiration, information, information and motivation to push you past those obstacles. And it's being sponsored by Your Sweetest Life. Your Sweetest Life is YourSweetestLife.com is where you can find all all of the information you need to push past that there's a blog post if you like to read the podcasts are there. You can find all of my favorite shopping and um, shopping spots, and even some of the, sp- the things I like to shop for. and You can click right there and purchase them. So, yoursweetestlife.com, and that spot right there will take you to everything you need to move into the life that you want to have. I'll get your clothing together, get your uh, houseware stuff together, and also get your mind and your attitude, your dream, and your energy up. So, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. For those of you who are your first time listening, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you so much. And those of you that have been around for a while, thank you for sticking out with me. If you um, find this inspiring or motivational or the information is good for you, please share it with someone who you think it might help um, every time that you share it. And also, if you're on Apple, please give me a five-star review. Every time you do a five-star review, guess what? More women get to be inspired and get information and inspiration and motivation. That's what I'm here for, to really see women live their sweetest life. So I'm going to go ahead and stop talking at this introduction and move on to the podcast for the week. This week's episode is once again sponsored by Your Sweetest Life. Com. Thanks, ladies, and keep reaching for your sweet. So, I am so this oh, Marissa Janae. Turn no, so we just got Marissa Janae. She I'm gonna let her introduce herself, but I'm so excited to have her here on the podcast. I've been following her, I don't know, probably since she started coming out and talking about her conference. Well, since before then, I'm just gonna let you introduce yourself because you have so many so many titles that i I don't want to miss any of them up i think i know all of them but you know when you start talking and you miss things out then you got to correct me so i'm just going to let marissa janae take over right now and tell us about who she is and what she does
1: well thank you stephanie thank you for having me on your beautiful podcast it's such an honor to be here today thank you for coming this is like more of an honor to me because what you have to talk about
0: So many women need, so I'm ready for it.
1: Awesome. Well, my name is Marissa Janae. I am a serial entrepreneur, kingdom boss, and a Christian lifestyle coach for single women. So I help single women who desire to be married become kingdom women and wives. So that is my purpose in life. That is my life work. And I am very serious about it. I'm very passionate about it. Outside of that, like I said, I am a serial entrepreneur. So I all I'm also known as the startup queen. So I help women who want to start their own businesses, a uh, product based businesses. That is my specialty. Um, just help them take their idea from idea to launch. Um, so, um, I I'm just into women, (laughs) you know, this is who I'm called to, especially single women. This is who I am called to. And I'm very passionate about helping women um, find their purpose, find who they are, develop relationships, uh, deeper relationships with God and be found by their future husbands. So that's why I was completely drawn to you because you know
0: how like I'm in love with women and in a good, like not in the way like I'm in love, but I, everything about women and even like seeing their downs and like I just have such a passion to see every woman live their fullest life. So when I heard what you were talking about, and I know I haven't been a single woman for a long time, but I know what I did wrong when I was a single woman and some other things I did wrong along the way. You guys will hear about that another time, not tonight. This is all about Marissa.
1: (laughs) But that you help women avoid those pitfalls. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, for the most part, single women, and I was just having a conversation with um, someone that's a potential mentee about um, women ignoring red flags. Like, we know, we see them, we hear them, but we ignore them. And it's not because we're desperate um, to be in relationship, but it's just like, okay, I see the red flag, but we, we – Sometimes say, okay, it can go away. It can go away. We're not desperate, but you know, it could go away. And that is the pitfall. That is a pitfall. Ignoring the red flags. When God puts something before you, you need to pay attention. You need to obey quick. And if you and use your discernment, and if your discernment is saying it is a red flag, everyone's not perfect. Everyone's not perfect. We are all flawed, but there are certain red flags that you just cannot, you know, be connected with. So you have to turn and walk away. It's okay because God has someone out there for us all. If this is the desire in our hearts, he's going to give you the desire of your heart. So yes, I, I mean, I am all for helping women avoid those pitfalls, you know, and prepare the right way. This is the, that's the basis of my ministry of my coaching and mentoring program is preparing women in the right way starting off the right way and preparing to to attract their future husbands and in preparing you have to have a strong foundation and that foundation is your relationship with God I'm gonna say amen can the church say amen
0: Amen. <laughs> amen amen and you know that's why like recently I was I mean I always listen to your stuff and I told you this I think I messaged you this that sometimes I didn't listen because I was like well this podcast doesn't apply to me because I'm a married woman this doesn't apply to me but then I, I went back and I actually started listening and when I did listen I realized that you know a lot of us even as married women we still face that we still face that because, you know, they're still, they're still out there, you know, little scoundrels. Um, And so even that wisdom can be applied. But one thing that really touched me is that when I, you know, I knew when I was getting married that I was, you know, I always went to church and I was, you know, I I was a church girl from, you know, Baptist church from (laughs) way back from the time I came out of the womb. I was in the Baptist church every Sunday, every Sunday night, and sometimes on Tuesdays all day, all night. Um, But I wasn't a kingdom woman. I didn't even know what that meant. And I got married very, very young, 20 years old, way Mm -hmm. too young for anyone to ever get married. Um, and Way too young. Don't do it. Don't do it. No one, no, don't. I just got really blessed. You might not have that experience out there. I'm just going to share it with you. But I wasn't ready and my spirit wasn't ready. And I had a whole lot of baggage that I carried with me whole lot of baggage. And so not having that preparation, I want you to talk a little bit more, because I know you go into great detail, like in your podcast and stuff about that preparation. And what, what is a king? Some of might not even know what a kingdom woman is. You know, they, let's you know say a little bit more about that, because some ladies out there might just think, you know, that looking for a man, they're looking for like a good looking man that, you know, makes good right. money and has a job.
1: Yeah, a kingdom woman, a kingdom woman is a woman who, when she opens her eyes in the morning and puts her feet down on the floor, heaven and hell takes notice of her Mm. because she's powerful. She takes her direction from God. This is why the enemy cannot come up against her for very long um, because everything she does, comes from God. Every direction in her life, she takes from God. She does not make a move if it's not for God. So she's able to do stern. She has wisdom. She has poise. She's graced. Like, you know, when a kingdom woman walks into the room and it's not conceit, it's not because she has on the latest fashions, the spirit of God is all over this woman. The Mm -hmm. light of Jesus is all over this woman because she delights herself in the Lord because she's so deep in relationship with God. Nothing can touch her. She's very, very, very powerful when she speaks People stand up and take, list, you know, take notice yeah. and take, listen to her, no matter what she looks like, you know, and no matter, you know, how old she is, you know, we can have young king, kingdom women. And I know you said, you know, going back to what you said about getting married too young, <laughs> you know, but if we are called to be married.
0: Yeah. I think I really was called to be married <laughs> because I knew God, if he let, if I stay too loose for too long, God knew. God knew exactly who to send me. He knew I had to be tied down early. Oh, he knew. Yeah. He he, he really knew. And I just thank God somebody was praying for me.
1: (laughs) Someone's always praying I had a praying mama and somebody, (laughs) grandma
0: out there because somebody was praying for me because I definitely, yeah. I mean, I I, I look back now and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have been able to mature more and bring him. Honestly, I wish I would have been able to bring him a gift of a beautiful, perfected woman. That's what I really wish I would have been able to do, Um, but I wasn't able to, and he had to grow through my imperfections, which, you know, I guess that's the way God intended. I mean, honestly, I can't say I guess. I know that's the way God intended it to be, but, you know, I do think 20 is young to get married. I mean, I know people do it, but... I'm just okay. rolling my eyes right now. You guys can't see it.
1: <laughs> she is rolling her eyes right now.
0: She's rolling her eyes. I, I wouldn't recommend it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, Stephanie, like I like I tell my listeners and I tell my mentees, from the time I came through the birth canal, <laughs> okay. I knew I wanted to get married oh my so i was a wife and you know at 17 i you know my whole wedding was planned like from a little girl you know up until that time and i knew that i was someone's help me i didn't even know what that meant at the time or oh even the word at the time but i knew i was called to be someone's wife it was just you know i wasn't prepared i didn't know how to prepare and mm. a lot of women don't know how to prepare right. i didn't know exactly. how to position myself to attract a kingdom man, a kingdom man is also a man who is, you know, people take notice to, and he Mm -hmm. also is surrendered to God and take his direction from God. So that type of man, I didn't know how to attract. Mm -hmm. I attracted all the wrong men. And a lot of women say, well, you know, I have to go through kissing all the frogs, these frogs. And I just put up a post about this, kissing, you know, so many frogs to get to your printing, you do not.
0: Right. I love that podcast that you did. I love that podcast you did about that. Because that is so true. I mean, so many women think that, oh, I have to date tons of men to get to, to know what I don't like. I've heard that so many times. I got to date a lot of men, so I know what I don't want. And I'm like, and I've heard that said, and I think as I get
1: older, I'm like, you don't want that kind of stress (laughs) at all at all. This, that's why it's important to find out who you are as yeah. a woman, because you don't have to keep going through all, right. all of these men to find out who you don't like. That's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. If you already know that, you know, you want to be a wife, you know that, you know, you are called to be a wife. This is a desire. What you need to do is just start to prepare in the right way. That means getting in God's word. That means getting mm-hmm. in prayer. That means journaling and referring Reflecting on who you are as a person and whose you are, which is a daughter of the most high king. And once you find that out, once these men come in, you know, you'll be able to discern who you like and who you don't like. And you don't waste time. You can just run on yeah. through. You do not have to waste time. It's all about observation no one says to ignore the man or be you know be nasty towards him I like it when you said like to you gotta observe. let him down but let him down yeah. nice <laughs> you know this is just not going to work you know and in, in our favor you know and just let let him know and just keep it moving you don't want to waste time mm-hmm. when you know what your goal is or what the goal is. And again, ladies, I want to say, yes, that is the goal. However, you are not to go out to look. I hear so many women saying, I got to find me a husband. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, you don't. Yeah, like you said, I, I got to lose you. weight so I can find me a husband. I got to exactly. do it so I can find me a husband. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to think that way. Like, let me have my hair nails and everything did so I can find me a husband. No. And once I got out of that thinking and once... The Lord showed me that again in scripture, he who findeth a wife, wife favor with the Lord. Wife. Oh, wife. Okay? Yes. Findeth a wife. wife. <laughs> a wife. So I had to get out of trying to go out and find a husband and get into my position of being a wife. You have to also think as a wife as well mm. before you're found. Well, I, and I just actually had this conversation with somebody
0: recently and it was, um, they, they had talked about wanting to get married and I knew them personally. And I'm like, you know, I'm ahead. I'm thinking you're not ready, you know, but you can't always, you can't tell people that and you just kind of give them little questions like, Oh, like you're saying all these negative things about this man that you want to be your husband. like. Are are you sure you wanna be his wife? Because if you're already saying this and you don't live with him and you don't aren't sharing a life with him, you might want to rethink that. And I don't I don't I think that women don't like as the world, we define it so differently. Like the world, not us, the world defines that woman, husband and wife things so differently. They put all the emphasis on the wedding and not on mm-hmm. the individual preparation. I think that's what I mean by like getting married to young, because you don't know yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't, you haven't experienced things. You haven't um, grown into like a maturity mm-hmm. and you, you're just out of high school. So you're, you're just like done, you know, sucking on the nipple of high school <laughs> basically. <laughs> and you haven't even gotten off breast milk. Like you just put breast milk down and you're just eating like canned, you know, jar baby food. Mm -hmm. At at 20 and to really mature into where you're eating, you know, meat and, and you're, you know, you're growing as a woman like that. Um, And that's what I think a lot of women don't even look at prior to thinking about marriage. They're thinking about the wedding and the ring, you know, all those things that are superficial. Um, But I love that you're really advocating for women to create the the wife within them prior to finding the husband.
1: That's right. That's right. That's all a part of the preparation. And, um, like within my 90 day, uh, prepare to be found group mentorship, um, what we go through first basis overall is that relationship with God. You have to have that strong relationship with God before anything, or you can't, you can't get through. You're you're not going to be going through in proper order. He's first overall. Right. So we start with God and then we move into who you are as a woman and you know, we talk about your health, we talk about finances, we talk about your household, get everything in order. These things have to be in order. This is all a part of being whole. You know, being okay with being single. It's all mm-hmm. a part of it because you you cannot attract a man and have a man if you're not whole. And a lot right. of women mistake, you know, I have to Line to me or you know, I have to have a husband to be complete and that's not mm-hmm. it you add to each other you complement each other you complement each other as being whole you both have to come into it whole mm-hmm. and this is why I advocate for um, courting now people have their you know definitions <laughs> of courting and dating. <laughs> and I had a podcast on this as well but I just advocate for courting because it's to me it's a mini marriage Mm -hmm. once you've gone through the friendship because we 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 have to go through friendship we have to go through friendship Mm -hmm. we have to you know consider each other brother and sister and then if that brother sees or God tells him that okay, this is someone that you need to move forward on. This is your wife or potential wife. And then you, as that woman, you take that back to God and ask if you can move forward, if this is my potential husband. And then when you come together in courtship, that's where you really start to get into the meat and potential potatoes of everything it's not about going out you know mm-hmm. to the movies and you know things of that you know you have to really talk about finances likes and dislikes like you really dig in and courting you know and again you'll have your date nights and things like that group dates and um things of that sort but courting really digs into who that person is so when you do mm-hmm. come together as one there is a, there there shouldn't be any surprise because you mashed it out and you hashed it out during the courting phase because you know, within courting that you're going to be moving into engagement. You're going to be moving into marriage, but you have to make sure that everything is right within that, that courting stage before you move forward. So you both have to be whole before coming into that, or you're not going to survive the courting stage. You're just not.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well said. Well said, because I do think dating becomes, like, you said it so well, because dating becomes, like, the focus, like, going out, and, and then, I, I remember when we got married, you know, long time ago. It wasn't there long ago. 32, I don't know, 31 years ago. But we did, like, a questionnaire. And my husband, because he remembers all like the really important stuff. I don't remember like the unimportant stuff, but he remembers like the really important details. And they did, we did a questionnaire. I remember for our marriage counseling, and it asked about all that stuff. Now we're 20 and 22. We mm-hmm. we don't really have finances. We don't really, we don't even know like what you know. We 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 have our little checking accounts. <laughs> when we were in college, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he remembers like all that. Like he was like, yeah, he asked about our finances. He asked about um, like he. Uh, he don't mention all these things are asked now we never discussed like i maybe we did and i was like and yeah
1: you weren't was, paying attention i
0: was not i was probably thinking about what are we gonna eat after this oh, is there a restaurant near here i wonder if they have burgers i i'm that's exactly what i was doing i didn't take it seriously like i was just like yeah yeah, yeah. we gotta get this Yeah, yeah yeah and really honestly the reason i think and i know this the reason i wanted at that time to get married and now I'm really thankful that I did but I had had a child with with him originally and I was like well we should be you know and I and I gave it a year I didn't marry him at first because I was like well I don't want to get married just because I'm pregnant like I'm like right. I'm not gonna, I don't want to do that because I want to be sure that this is the guy for me so I did I mean we actually did court for a year Because we didn't actually, my child was born, we didn't have sex. We didn't, you know, interact. We did. We just went out together and spent time together. Right. And that's when we were supposed to talk about finances and stuff. And I think he talked about that. (laughs) I don't know. I was too busy. Like, I want sex. No. (laughs) I should have been more focused on the important things is what I'm saying. (laughs) I should have been more focused on the important things. Because then when we got in our marriage, he was like, so he came from a house where the woman did all the finances. Mm -hmm. I always was terrible with finances. So I didn't know that was going to be my responsibility. Now, I probably didn't pay attention in the premarital classes. I probably would have known this had I paid attention, but I didn't. (laughs) So when we got married and he's like, okay, here's the bills. And, you know, I'm like, well, I got to act like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can act like you know what you're doing until there's overdrafts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> then he figures out you don't know what you're doing. But those little <laughs> things are like the little things that break marriages up. Like, yes. Because, you know, we should have had that discussion. It should have been more intense and serious. I should have yeah. sat down and been real about what I didn't know and what I did know, but I was right. really like insecure in who I was, which goes back to you saying about knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing who you are as a woman. I didn't know who I was as a woman. I wasn't confident enough to say, well, I don't really do this well. Maybe we can do it together. I, I, it took me years, like mm-hmm. years to be able to say that kind of stuff because I hadn't right. matured. One thing I thought about is the older woman. I have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends, like several, who are older Mm -hmm. and single. Help! I mean, I don't know what to tell them because I don't know what that feels like. But how can they still continue to have faith and build themselves up as wives? Like, how can they do that?
1: Well, they just have to have that mindset. If they know this is what they want, um, and they desire to be wise, what they need to do is start walking and operating as wives. Mm-hmm. So they skipped over the whole preparation, because I'm going to tell you within the preparation, he's going to come out of the preparation. When you prepare the right way, just like my story um, I have been praying for, and I hope I don't get long-winded because- this That's okay. <laughs> we can make it into two podcasts. We can be like, episode one and episode two. We <laughs> had to, to cut this in half. I'm going to try to be quick. Oh, please tell but, it. <laughs> but for the last, you know, y- couple of years or so, um, at first I started to pray for my husband and the way I used to pray for my husband, I wrote down a list. I said, he had to be tall. He had to be taller than me. I'm five foot one. So anyone's taller than me. So <laughs> he had to be taller than me. He had to be dark skin. He had to have a beard and he had to be football build and have a good job. And, you know, just these just frivolous things. And then um when God brought me through the wilderness in two thousand and eighteen when he put me on his training ground, he taught me that the things that I was looking at were were all the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Like Marissa, I'm gonna bring you who I want to bring you. Okay. Mm. These are the things that you shouldn't be praying for. This is how I want you to pray for my son.
0: Well because you know the devil would have brought you exactly in that very package
1: hmm Yep. <laughs> so he said, this is how I want you to pray for my son. I want you to pray for his purpose. I want you to pray for his walk and for his talk and uh, pray for his prayer life and pray for his day. Pray, you know, for through his frustrations and pray when he's happy. And I'm like, okay. And I started to pray in this way and that started to connect me with my husband. Like me and my husband are already connected in the spirit. I feel when he's Mm -hmm. frustrated. I feel when he's happy. God downloads to me to pray for him. If he's, you know, if, there's something about to happen in his life. It's pray for his purpose today. I need you to pray for his happiness today. I get these downloads. I know he has a list of things for me to pray for at times Mm. for this man, and I feel it all because we're already connected. So if you already, you know, thinking as a wife and you're praying for your husband as a wife because a wife never ceases in prayer, we're always going to be (laughs) <laughs> In prayer, okay? Mm-hmm. Because if there's things that we can't go to our husbands and say to our husbands. We can't really tell our husbands what to do. And some people, you know, some women, you know, mistake that as well. What you do is get on your knees and you pray and let God work out those things. So, we are always going to be praying as wives. So, to those women that are out there that you know are older women and are still waiting, it's time to prepare in the right way. It's time to pray for that husband, not God bring me a husband, but I know there is a husband for me. And now I need to get serious about this man and serious about his soul and not about his outward appearance and not what you know what i think marriage is going Mm to feel like but pray exactly how marriage what marriage really is which is the glorification of god's love here on earth so there is still hope i am 41 years old that okay. Is exactly what it is. <laughs> oh my, I didn't know you that old. I thought you yes, were like, so oh my am. gosh, oh my gosh. I am forty-one years old, and some and a lot of people say they look at me like, no, you're not. Like, I know. No. <laughs> yes, I am, and I have been waiting a Absolutely. very long time. But I had to get into the will of God. I had to prepare. And the thing is, is that I didn't even know I was preparing. God was preparing me all of 2018 mm-hmm. for this man, and it started with you know the prayer life, and then he's just you know was doing things within my business and again I thought it was all about business I thought it was all about building my business and you know you know helping women out with business and at the end of 2018 um you know he told me that 2019 would be the year of my rebirth and I said okay all right abundance and rebirth I stepped into 2019 he said now prepare for your husband excuse me what do you mean? Mm. (laughs) What do you mean? He said, your husband is coming. Your husband is on his way. Oh, you thought that 2018 was just about, Building business, no, it was about you getting close to, you. closer to me. It was about you obeying me it 's about me elevating you to the next level, and your next level is your husband. I also prepared you in two thousand and eighteen to lift up every single women, just like I lifted you up in two thousand and eighteen. Now, your purpose is now I feel his presence now your 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 purpose now is to bring up your sisters, bring up my daughters that are Out here struggling Mm. and don't know how to start to prepare. I need you to take them through the same steps I took you through in 2018 and prepare them for my sons Mm. who are out here waiting for them. Mm. Mm.
0: I feel like it was a mic drop here. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop.
1: I feel his presence all mic drop mic
0: drop. Because I mean, just everything you said is so on point. And here's the thing that you don't even know this because you're not married. You haven't manifested your marriage yet. But, and I'm like almost in tears because I'm like, every word you spoke is so true as a married woman that I see so many women like put down their husbands and, you know, like they're in their groups of friends. And I had a girlfriend like this and I I had to stop hanging out with her because all she did was talk about it. And her husband was a minister. (laughs) I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, Her husband was a minister. And that turned me off so much to to be around her and hear her talk bad about her husband. And I wasn't even like at the point when she used to do this, I wasn't even like in that mindset of really being strongly grounded in the word of God. Like I didn't even have that. I mean, I was going to church and stuff, but I wasn't really soundly grounded in the word. I just knew it wasn't right. Right. that she should do that now I might talk about mine or something but I was always very cautious about it because I thought that's not okay for me to do that so when right. I would hear her do it it's almost like God put that thought in my head like you hear how this sounds with her right. don't do this but I did find times when I did that but praying for your husband like I, so many women don't even understand the the power yes of praying for right. your husband Um, and and that's really what we are as wives. And it's so hard for a lot of women to be wives. And I'm just going to be honest about that now. It's really hard for women to be wives because they don't want to do that. When they hear the word submit, they think I'm losing myself, that I'm losing who I am. I'm going to be me and no matter what, I'm going to do me. and, And you, you can do you, but you better find you a man that understands you doing you while you support him doing him. Exactly. Because if you think it's all about you, it's not. It's if you not. think you're losing out by being married, then you shouldn't be. be married. If you exactly. think you're you're going to be losing or sacrificing something, then you need to leave it alone and just stay single. Because it definitely is a ministry. And there's too many marriages in the church and out of the church across the everywhere that are based on um, people's individual desires and what they want to get out of it exactly and has nothing because I have really learned that recently honestly from listening to you a lot I mean I already knew it and I already had established it in my marriage because we had such a rocky marriage for so many years and 98.765432 percent was my fault Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then his 1.765 percent you know (laughs) was just the fact that he wouldn't let me (laughs) be a brat (laughs) but but it was a lot of my fault. I mean, it was mostly my fault. It was mostly stuff that I did. It was mostly stuff mm-hmm. that I created that created the, the 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 separation in our marriage. And so, for the last ten years that I've been that I've been building myself, I've actually been able to be the wife that I was always. And that's always my prayer. Almost every single day is, Lord, help me be the wife that He needs me to be mm-hmm. today. Yeah because tomorrow he might need me to be a different wife. Exactly. You know, he might need me to be a wife that laughs mm-hmm. and thinks everything's funny. He might need me to be a wife that's quiet the next day and doesn't talk a lot. He might need me to be a wife that, you know, just sits and supports mm-hmm. him. He might need me to be a wife that listens. But in, as you're building a relationship, those are the things as a kingdom woman, you have to be able to discern, like you were saying, same exact thing you were saying,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when your husband needs that. Exactly, and that's what took me a long. And that's why I think my my I'm just so strong for women because it took me, you know, I took we had twenty years of really bad, you know, up and down marriage. You know, good year, you know, five years bad year, good year, five years bad year. But the last ten, when when I actually came into the woman I was supposed to be, and it took me almost ten years to do that. But you know, it happened when I hit rock bottom. And he really gave me, I just talked about this the other day with somebody else. He gave me an ultimatum and said, this is the last time I'm putting up with this. And when he did that, it was almost like God's like, God really like, I mean, it was, it was truly like the moment that I was like, I'm, I have to change. I have to become the kingdom woman I was always supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But it was like everything that the enemy brought before me, it it just distracted me and I wasn't strong enough spiritually. And that's why starting out spiritually strong and knowing who you are in God is so important because I wasn't. And so everything that came my way that was silver and shined, I was head was bopping, right? Head was bopping, body bopping, totally distracted on the mission that God has sent me on. And I just thank God that he allowed me to stay through that, that he kept me in some sense of purity through that. That's a whole nother conversation that he kept me through that. And then he allowed me to get this point. And that's why I have you on here because I want to prevent women from going through all that because you still carry stuff with that. I almost cussed and it was a religious, you know, we're doing the religious thing. <laughs> um, you carry stuff with, you carry stuff from that and yeah. you have to like break that stuff out of you and you have to pray that stuff out of you and God can do it. Yeah. Like, that's what I want people to know when they're preparing as kingdom lives. God can remove all that stuff that came from last old relationships and, and wrong choices. Like he can, he can heal that. And he can really make you new just because you're not a virgin. Like you said on your podcast, um, I don't know if it was this week or last week, just because it was this week, just because you're not a virgin doesn't mean you can't be new again. Exactly. It, it does not mean that. So don't throw yourself away because you made a lot of wrong choices. I deal with a lot of young ladies who have, um, or young ladies, like 20, haven't even started their life who have HIV. Not a lot of them, but I have patients that are,
1: right. who have
0: HIV. And their initial response is that their life is over. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I'm glad that I can be in their presence and I can, you know, pray for them Mm -hmm. and and pray that God cover them to see that no matter what, and I just use HIV because that's always a big one for people, but sexually transmitted diseases, um, wrong choices and hurt, choosing the wrong guy, that you, you can be healed from all of that and you can be fresh for that husband that's waiting for you. Exactly. You really can. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I learned that from you.
1: (laughs) Exactly. You can definitely, you know, be renewed in God. Just renew yourself in God. I mean, uh, if you just, I mean, I'm what, four or five years celibate. Wow, that's so awesome. Yeah. And I made that choice before God snatched me up um <laughs> last year. But I just made that choice because I started to feel icky. I started to feel icky, you know, though I wasn't out here, you know, sleeping with every Tom, Dick, and mm-hmm. Harry. But when I did enter into what we call a girlfriend, boyfriend relationship, you know, I felt it was okay. Like I was okay doing these things, but no, I was not. I was sinning, you know, and some people may say, no, no, you're, you, you wouldn't be considered slutty. I mean, I'm going to say it. I I was okay. I was because I was taking on, you know, these men though you know and it it could be a year relationship here year relationship there you know those things add up and these are people that you're letting into your body and mm-hmm things. There are spirits that they carry with them and they empty those things out onto Mm -hmm. you and you also give back as well but you know you start to find yourself doing things that you've never done before and like why am I acting this way or why do I like Mm -hmm. you or you know why is this you know why is this taking over me? It's because what you got from that person is now on you. Right. But you know but again we all can be renewed if we you know there's a ways to remove soul ties. That's what it's called soul ties. That's what I was tra- I was actually just sitting here, like some minister I heard was t- what did he call
0: that when it was? <laughs> it wasn't. Right, oh, I can't remember Soul-tides. who that was but they said soul
1: ties. Yes. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. So you could definitely, you know, be free from these soul ties, but you have to, that it's all starts with the relationship with God, you know, fasting, praying, you know, getting around people who are of God and, you know, having Mm -hmm. them cover you and pray for you as well. So, I mean, we all can be renewed, you know, we all can be reborn, you know, again in Christ. Mm -hmm. We can, and we can make our, and stay in that pure Form, and you know, until we meet our husbands, the person that we're supposed to give our bodies to, Mm -hmm. because once we become one, our bodies are no longer our bodies. That is his body now, and his body is your body. Okay, so this is why the Bible said we cannot deny each other. You know, you know, sex. You know, when when he or she wants it because now his body is yours and yours is his, the right way. Now, there will be a text, like you were saying, you know, about the enemy. You know, the enemy doesn't like marriage. Mm -mm. This is why it's very important to me that there are marriages for for those who are called to marriage because he doesn't like marriage. Why do you think that people get into marriage and then it's so hard for them to be intimate? It's Mm -hmm. because the enemy has entered into that marriage and has caused that, that couple not to want to be intimate. Why? Because sex is supposed to happen in marriage and it renews the marriage every time. And the enemy does not like that. You are very powerful together. Man and woman together, joined together as one very powerful, very lethal in, Mm -hmm. in the kingdom. And he does not like that. Okay. So this is why you have to have that strong backing. This is why you have to be prepared. This is why he has to be prepared because you both are going to have to fight when you get into the marriage, because one, you have the marriage is ministry. Like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. Stephanie, marriage is ministry. You also will have another ministry that God gives you. If you, again, are you, you both are submitted to God. You will also have a ministry together for the kingdom to do out in, in, in the world. And you know, you have to be strong to resist the enemy. You have to make him flee within the marriage because you have to keep renewing your marriage with with sex, with, you know, with love, unconditional love, and he's going to try to break that up at any cost. And just to go back to, you know, him not liking marriage and, and sex being important inside of marriage, this is why it's very important not to have sex before you get married. Right. And a lot of people are not realizing this. I didn't realize it. So, you know, I'm not judging anyone because I didn't realize it until I got, you know, the relationship that I have developed with God, but it's very important not to have it without outside of marriage, because this is what the enemy wants. He wants you to get your fill outside of marriage. He wants to make a mockery out of this beautiful thing. So when you get into marriage, you're like, wait, now when we were outside of marriage. We was doing everything else, hanging right. from chandeliers. <laughs> we, oh yeah, know, we were oh, yeah. All. But once we get, and you marriage, hear that too. That's the crazy yeah. part. You totally hear that. Yep. Yeah, and when you get into marriage, it's like, well, I'm sleeping in another room. I don't want to sleep. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't, you know, tell you. Yeah, I can tell you. Don't do it outside of marriage. I mean, I could suggest it, you know, right. but, but just is, don't but do it outside of marriage. Ties. The soul ties. Mm -hmm.
0: so strong and true because you do take a, I mean, and especially for us as women, because, you know, we, we can say we just, oh, I can just have sex with this person and I'm not feeling anything, but you always have a little something that you, you know, that you leave with them and they leave with you. Uh, And hopefully it's cured by an antibiotic, as I always told my sons, (laughs) don't bring home nothing that's not curable by an antibiotic. So just tell them, you're going to stick it in there. (laughs) <laughs> Make sure you can be cured. No babies, none of the above, but they but they leave that spirit. Yes, on you, they leave that spirit on you, and then you don't realize that until you go to the next and the next and the next, and then when you do, and I'm going to tell this to my my unmarried when you, ladies, when you do get with your husband, that those spirits are still on you. Yep. If you don't if you them. haven't released them to God, and if you haven't prepared, those spirits are still on you. Because I, I know that because when I got married to my husband and I wasn't like a kingdom woman, I had only gone to you know high school, all that was still on me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I couldn't be full and I couldn't be present with him all the time because all the spirits were still on me. And it stayed with me for years because I didn't know how to release it. I mean, you know, I went to a church that they didn't, it wasn't a word church. You know, it was, I started getting into a word church, but then I wasn't really, you know, I didn't really grasp it. And it took me a long time. And then I'd go through periods when I did, but it was really that those spirits stayed on me. And you have, and you have to desire to pray those spirits off. Now, I, some women don't want to pray those spirits off. They like those spirits left on them that, you know, Jimmy left and they got that, oh, I see him. Oh, when I hear this music song, I remember when, oh, when I smell that cologne. Some women actually like to keep that on them, but they don't realize that, yeah, those are those are memories, but those yeah. memories are soul ties. Yeah. Those are tying you to some man who is not your husband, and bringing back a feeling inside of you that you shouldn't be reminiscing about when you're preparing yourself for your husband, or when you're with your husband.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We went a
0: whole nother direction, didn't we? We (laughs) did. (laughs) What are we gonna do in Miami? And uh, that's why I got thirty minutes in Miami. We would have to put up some direction. I might have some people slain it. in the spirit on the ground by the end. Like, let's release it. Release it. But I know because I carried those in me. So I think, you know, I know, I know what that can do to, to your relationship, the one that you want to be good. The one that you want to flourish. You know, I know what it can do to that. And so you, you know, the fact that you're talking to women, to give them that foundation and, and being real about it, not being fake about it, being real about it. Cause there's a lot of churches that want to tell you about, you know, preparing for marriage, but they aren't really real about it. Um, and then you go through this, you know, which is probably something I went through, which was like a formality, but it was, didn't dig deep into really preparing. Cause I probably would have been had to postpone the wedding by about 10 years if i really had gone deep <laughs> i don't i wasn't ready <laughs> i probably should have <laughs> i probably should have but I, but i didn't but i did not so you want to talk a little bit more so i know you already have your 90 day um, challenge going or your 90 day group mentorship going on will you continue that or will there be additional ones and what can women do if they want to be involved in something like that?
1: Yeah, so I am very excited about this 90-day mentorship. It actually starts on June 30th and it runs through September 29th. Um, Yes, it will be ongoing. So after this one, and I'm still taking applications uh, for this one, though it starts on the 30th. I'm still taking applications um, for those women who desire to be married and want to prepare in the right way. You can still submit your application. But the next one after that, will be in October so um, I'm going to take a little bit of time off and then it'll be at the end of October that this that it's going to start back up, but it's going to be ongoing because this is what God wants me to do. So I have to, you know, serve as many of his daughters as I can while I am still on this earth. So it's going to be ongoing until he calls me home.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Lord, don't leave her here for a while. There's so many women that need this, Lord. There's so many women that need this and just let her stay. If not, dear Lord, bring bring her spirit to other women who have that same desire because it is so needed. And I, like I said, when I, you know, I listen to some of your other things like, oh, you know, okay, this fits me. But when I start really listening to that, it really actually, because I'm working on writing my story in my book. Mm-hmm. and So actually listening, that kind of took me back to some of those emotions and feelings and some of those things that I had to release and it's really helping me to open up to be able to write it from an honor. I want to write it from an honest perspective yeah. um, because I feel like women really like what you're saying is the exact same thing really that I'm saying is that I want to remove all that that kept women, keep women from being the wives and the women in the world that they need to be. And it really starts with being that woman of God. Yes. Like you said It really starts with preparing to be a wife, like actually being a wife from the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I don't think people, it's so funny because I didn't, I'm trying to turn this fan off. Um, I didn't realize for years that that scripture was saying, if a man finds a wife, they find a good thing. And I don't think most men realize that. I don't think most women realize that. They're like, oh, I found a woman, but it's a wife. And and it's that preparation from the inside, starting from the inside and then, you know, out. Because I definitely, for years, I thought, oh, the outside, I'm like a good looking woman. I don't understand why he has an attitude with me. Well, because the inside woman was a hot mess. (laughs) And he knew it. He's like, oh, God. (laughs) What have you brought me? He didn't even know God like that. I know he was praying. I think he was praying for me when he didn't even know God like that. He was just like, I don't know what's wrong with her. The Lord heal her. And it truly was only by the grace of God. Like, I 100% know that. I have no doubts. No doubts. And I just want women to know that, like, it it takes God.
1: It definitely does.
0: This has been so good. You know, we could sit here and go on. Like, this could actually be, like, turn into church. It would be midnight and be sitting here, like prayed out and (laughs) screamed out and but you give so you have such a beautiful ministry and I just want to really I wanted to bring you on because I wanted women I mean it's so important for single women but I feel like a lot of married women even and I hope I get to talk about this more don't have never got that foundation and to know that they can still become kingdom wives they can still become a kingdom wife i became a kingdom wife you know after 20 years of marriage i became a kingdom wife yes. um and so you still can so if your marriage you know if your husband isn't acting right you think it's it's really not him mm-hmm. it's really starts with you because you can't control him if he doesn't want to act right but you can control how you treat him you can control how your spirit is you can control because i'd be over here in the word and he'd be over there watching some and i'd be like. I'm trying get my word in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the enemy <laughs> sitting there listening to that cussing and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, that's wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that is so true. And and I want to also say, like, though I am called to single women, if married women want to get into this program, they can as well, because we're starting from ground zero. And um I'm a I'm a bu- a builder. I am a builder in the spirit. And when I build, I build with accuracy and I build with acceleration so we are building women this is why my ministry is called form her the blueprint okay it's a single uh-huh. woman's blueprint and we start from ground zero no matter where you are again like I said I am called the single women but it will if there are married women who who need to start over you can you can start over while you're in your marriage Yo, okay and i did all the all the better example <laughs> stuff so we start <laughs> okay. from zero and then we build you back up to go back into that marriage you know fresh and new a new perspective mm. praying more you know being spiritually sound and and knowing who who your husband is, his functions, and knowing mm-hmm. your functions. So again, like Steph said, like, okay, yes, your function is the household. That is your, hu- I'm, I'm, I can't say it enough. It's in the yeah. Bible. Our function is the household to take care of the, the aspects of the household. Okay? Our husbands are our leaders. We mm-hmm. direct when they lead. They lead us. We direct. <laughs> okay? So that is our territory. Yeah the household. So we have to know the different functions so we can function together as one. So if a man knows his function, woman knows his function, Mm -hmm. the marriage will get along even better. So within this program, you're going to learn about those things even as a married woman because I had a lot of married women jump onto my webinar I had a webinar um, and it's still out there if anyone wants to see the five ways to uh, stop attracting the wrong men and I talked about um, the program and I had a lot of married women that looked you know looked at that yeah they they said it was great information things that they didn't even know before so we see you can still learn you can still learn you can renew yeah and see you know what God might I'm just Telling you be
0: open and be open, palliable and you know, be prepared for whatever God direction He takes you. Yeah. You know, because you never know, like you, you're set in this, but you know, God might be open to other doors. And so I just really you know, like it totally like Marissa said, like encourage like even married women, if you're in a relationship and you don't feel like you're being the wife in your relationship that you want to be or that you know you should be and you're challenged by that, I wouldn't even say like if you're challenged by that, because that's what I really understand, being challenged by being the wife that you want to be, mm-hmm. that you know you should be, you know, take these steps to, to become the kingdom woman you want to present to your husband. And I and I can tell you for sure, it will change your relationship. Yeah, It really will. Things about your husband, and then you start to not notice, like you were saying before, like you look at all these you know, exterior things and and these superficial things, like some things just don't bother you anymore. You know, yeah. you start to not be bothered by those things like little things that used to bother you. Now, you know, you're still human, I'm still human, we're yeah. all still human, so there are things, but you really start to see your marriage differently. So yeah. I encourage you, if you're in a relationship, a marriage, and or if you're a single woman and you feel like you need some kingdom building and you really wanna be a real kingdom woman, Check out this ninety day of what's gonna be the, I think this might come out at the thirtieth of July
1: is a cutoff and thirtieth of June. Um, well, it starts the June 30th, but I'll still okay. be taking applications, um, up until that time, maybe about the second week of June, because I don't want anyone to get too far behind.
0: So July, cause June 30th is going to be in like a couple of days. Yeah. That's
1: on Sunday. That's okay. when it actually starts on Sunday. Okay. So you're
0: saying like two, a couple weeks in, you'll still take applications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So this will probably come out probably when there's about a week left. Okay. <laughs> So, but if not, October will be the next one and then just follow them on Mar- Marissa, tell them where they can find you so they can follow you if they can't get into the mentorship program.
1: Yeah. So, um, you can follow me at the only Marissa that's M A R I C A Janae J A N A E and, uh, the ministry page is form her, the blueprint. And that is on Instagram and also Facebook, the same name. Instagram and Facebook. And you can also go to bit.ly forward slash all capitals single woman to kingdom wife. So you'll see all some good future wife tools um, within that link and also how to get in contact with me for coaching and mentoring. I do uh do one-on-ones, uh coaching and mentoring as well. Um, but right now, uh, like I said, God is, you know calling me to do this mentorship, the group mentorship. But that's how you can find me.
0: Marissa, thank you so much. I mean, this has been so good. And I really I really pray that this has touched women's lives, single and, you know, especially single because you're like on the ground of starting something new and married. If you're in a a marriage that you're not being the woman you want, that I pray that you've learned and grown from this. I thank Marissa so much for joining me. And we're going to be together in spring in miami i'm so excited (laughs) so excited um but i'm so thank you so much again for joining us you guys definitely share this with somebody if you know anyone who this could benefit who you know you feel like that we could grow from this share this because this word goes out not just for you know me to have a podcast but for really for women's lives to be transformed and to create their sweetest life. And what's a sweetest life? Your sweetest life is when you're living and presenting your life to the world in a way that you're proud and you feel good and you wake up every day and you're just loving every moment of your life. That's your sweet life. That's what I want for every woman in the world. And it starts really with the foundation with God, which we talked about tonight. So thank you guys so much. And I'll catch you on the next podcast. Take care, have a good night and have a good day. Have a good morning, wherever you are and keep reaching for your sweetest life. Bye.